me see the real Betty. And she was beautiful. Now that I've seen your true self, Betty, the real work can begin. Last night was... A PG-13 grope session. We didn't knock a guy down a peg. That we should come together to deal with this motley crew of liars, dope fiends, and fornicators. Except for my Betty, who was smart enough to leave the party before it descended into a Bacchanalian free-for-all. Oh my god, Mom, please don't. From this moment on, bringing the South Side under control is my number one priority as mayor, if it means raising it to the ground or arresting every single serpent in sight, starting at that high school, so be it. If you don't help me, you'll be responsible for far worse. Riverdale streets will run red. Help. We will go after the real sinner, the drug maker, someone who hides behind a name, the sugar. Crazy souped up retro cars and hearses. You catch my Riverdale drift boys. Challenge them to a street race, one on one, but keep it on the DL. It's illegal, it'll get you locked up. Whoever wins controls Southside High. You said you weren't gonna join them, Chuck. And you said you love me. And then you dumped me via Archie. Rose, squat, assemble. Does Riverdale. Chapter 2. Chapter 19. Death Proof. Wow. Hope you guys are ready. Why is it called Death Proof? Oh, I think I know. Yeah. The car? I think so. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just literally got that. I didn't look that up, but I think there was some movie about like Hot Rod raced in. Oh, there was a race and it was like, you know, they kill each other. <laughs> it was a great movie. Yeah, I've seen that. Long but time I thought ago. maybe it was based on something. I don't know. Probably that. <laughs> <laughs> based on something that happened at some point. Hey, Runner Mixes. Hey, Viking. <laughs> hey, Serpents. What's going on? Oh, not too much. How about you? <laughs> what do you want to start with? Weird news or Humble King? Mm, we could do Humble King. Let's see. This week's Humble King I chose was Brendan Fraser. Oh, repeat. Your... I love it. <laughs> I know. He's your favorite. King. Not even Just like, I was reading articles and like, why do people love Brendan Fraser so much? And they're like, just because he's nice. Like, I couldn't really find like anything specific, but like. I think when he was, obviously he was in The Whale recently and people said he handled that role with grace. And like yeah. I'm, there's a lot of controversy because they're like, oh, why didn't they hire an actual obese actor? But I think he was really nice and said like, oh, he represented the role really well. Yeah. Yeah. Leave him alone, everyone. Just, I, I wish like collectively we could tell people just leave them alone. Like, mm-hmm. like leave Brittany alone. Just leave her alone. Leave Brendan Fraser alone. Like just stop. Shut right. Up. <laughs> And I didn't even know this, but like, you know, apparently he had his career fell off and it kind of relates to like what happens in this episode. Do you know mm-hmm. the whole story about that? Yeah. Like Hollywood executive just being a-hole. Broke him. Yeah. And blacklisted and like, him. Yeah. God, I, I was about to go off, but I'll, I'll, rest- I'll restrain myself. <laughs> right. Oh, karma's a real bitch, isn't it? I'll say that. Mm-hmm. Look who's laughing now. Uh, asshole. Anyway, you got one? I don't have one, but I have weird news. Yeah, let's do it. I've already told you this, but Wally, the emotional support Uh alligator, went to see the Phillies. Then he went viral. Wally and his human were asked to leave. Um, So then the, which is so like just offensive and rude. And the owner says, 
We were not there to go to the game. We were there to meet the players. We were invited. Wally has more than 100,000 followers on TikTok, and he is a viral sensation. He was also the visual reference for the alligator and Loki in the hit show Loki. He's world famous, says his owner, says his human Henley. I was like, Wally doesn't show up where he isn't invited. You know, like, (laughs) he's a star. Um, so I, I guess like the Phillies apologized and have invited him to a future, future gathering. I'd be like, yeah, of course you can bring your alligator in here. What was that guy thinking? He's so sweet. Love him. Also, I have one more. Passengers in Canada were uh, on a roller coaster were rescued after dangling upside down for up to half an hour. And at first when I read the article, I thought it said, um, I thought it said, so they were up 75 feet, but I read it as 75 hours. I was like, oh my God, they were hanging upside down for so for two days. No, no, please. Piece of shit. Can you imagine? Ah, God, that'd be the worst. I like, like, what's the physical damage that happens? There has to be some physical damage and like, or repercussions for being upside down for 30 minutes. I think people have been stuck for longer, but. Yeah. Ugh. I don't know. So wild. This is everyone's <laughs> a nightmare. I'm like, never move, I never want to get on a roller coaster again. No. <laughs> have you seen the videos at like carnivals? They're like tipping over and people have to like push like the rides back up. It's like, oh my, oh God. my I, God. Did you hear that story? It was again, it was like those things that swing upside down and they got stuck for like how many hours? And then apparently it, it had to go one more time because like just to finish like the whole cycle no. and people are like, no, not again. No. like the ones that like a pendulum yeah like it makes like if it like slowly gets to the top before it finally loops so it got stuck and they had to do a full another loop around and people were just like for the love of god for the love of god oh no (laughs) it's like as kids we just think they're so secure like why would they have this up if it would go wrong you know yeah I forgot on like two separate podcasts. You remember like the Gravitrons that would like spin you around and you get stuck to the wall and the floor yeah. drops out. And everyone's like, those are so dangerous now. Like they're completely banned. Like that was like my favorite ride as a kid. Oh my God. <laughs> I don't know if you, I was listening to um, Stuff You Should Know podcast and they're like the the classic urban legend of like the girl getting her ponytail caught in it. And right. I right. mean, that's not outside the realm of possibility. I think that one was real, but they're like, oh, the Gravitron, like the floor disappears and then like someone got their foot stuck. Stop it. <laughs> Shit. End of me. I, I just can't with people like having to push a roller coaster thing back up because it wasn't put in properly. I love it. Anything else? Not that I can think of. Okay. I just want to say one thing and I think I can speak for both of us on this. Um, so major trigger warning for SA, but this is a a comedy podcast. I don't feel educated on the subject. I don't think we're going to dive into it too much, but River Vixens, we love you. If you need help, we encourage you to reach out to a physician or a trusted person in your life. And yeah, I don't know really what to say. Yeah, it's a little very dark episode. Yeah, again. Yeah, and you know what? Like I was looking it up and, um... I think this must have been 2016, 2017 when like Me Too was like founded. So, I mean, they had their fingers on the poles. Mm, yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah. It's like very like, I mean, 
the show doesn't deal with it's like the only time in the show they have this kind of like plot line like something like this dark and i'm like oh like we can try to get through it quickly (laughs) not really talk about it too much yeah oh it's not that big a deal that kind of stuff or it's just very uh okay please don't do this oh god go back to like right things being weird in riverdale oh well your mom being psycho you know that kind of stuff you know what we're dedicated to every single episode and we will we will make it through we'll do it all right on that note ready let's effing go all right so previously on riverdale driven to the edge jug jughead joins the serpents betty speaks with a black hood who forces her to cut off her friends one by one and I, I wrote this by mistake, but I think it's perfect. A friend from Erotica's past takes things too ah! far and draws the ire of Betty in the Black Hood. I'm like, I'm gonna call her Erotica now. Whenever she's, I love that name. <laughs> it's like the Did best you write type. That? that? Yeah, I wrote that. Jeez, that was actually really impressive. Okay, <laughs> I know. I'm like the intro game and the recap game is like where it's at. Jenny has high standards. I mean, I'm really impressed that I've. I've I, you should like write more. That's a talent. Here we go with the here's a episode recap. So Betty flips the scripts script as her deadly dance leads her on the search for the mysterious sugar man. With the fallout of the gang's drug-filled night, the mayor cracks down on crime, threatening the future of the serpents and leading to Jug leading Jug to make a heart-pounding, engine-revving decision, baby. Did you write that? <laughs> I did. Oh my god. <laughs> That was so good. I am Jesus, so good. <laughs> <laughs> I could never write something like that. God, I'm so good. Wow. I'm kind of blown away right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's just what you guys are in for. So strap on your seatbelts for this one because the rubber's hitting the road. I'm ready. <laughs> okay. So we get Jughead VO. Everyone in Rubberdale wears a mask, but ever so often, that mask slips. And just then, we see Tony Topaz emerge from Jughead's room in the trailer. And I'm like, ooh, ooh. somebody spent the night. I wrote, this is inappropriate. <laughs> oh, no. It's definitely just like the morning after, you guys. But Jughead Pines, he's like, you know, often when that mask falls, it's too late to put it back on. Clearly, he's kind of regretting whatever happened that night. Because remember, he and Betty broke up. And Jughead, like, had a night where he just got the hell beat out of him. Joined the serpents, did the whole pledging. So, yeah. So suddenly we see cut to Betty and she's running through the streets. So the night before the Black Hood had called her and told her to give her a name, she had given him Nick, Nick St. Douchebags. That's just what I'm going to call him for the rest of the episode or Nick St. Asshole. I love that. <laughs> so she gave the name and she's like, oh, oh. And she, so now she's running through the streets trying to get to the five seasons. When she finds Nick St. Clair's door ajar, she slowly enters. But she's surprised to find Nick alive, just severely beaten, like the hell beaten out of him. He goes, what? You're here to finish the job that your girl started? And yeah, he's getting, he's like, you're lucky I don't press charges, which I'm like, the nerve on this man. Like, oh my God. Not even a man, just this asshole. Yeah, he's like, you tell that bitch, Veronica. I was like, did did he just call her a bitch? That's so, oh. I wrote, Betty's not having a ponytail makes me worried. No. Suddenly his parents come in. They're clearly not worried that he's like how beaten he looks or anything like that. I'm like, it looks terrible. Yeah. And Betty's like, oh, man, you guys got to run. You got to get out of here. Like, you are not safe here. But suddenly, the sheriff shows up. He's looking for Nick because there's been a complaint made. So he's being arrested. So Betty's leaving. Like, oh, good. I just wrote pervert. 
Howard, asshole scumbag. Yeah. So Betty's leaving and she gets a call. She picks it up and it's like, hey, Betty, it's John Wayne Gacy, the killer clown. <laughs> but no, it's the Black Hood. And she's surprised that he didn't kill him. And the Black Hood's like, look, he wasn't one of Riverdale's son. But the true gift, Betty, was you giving me the name, like showing me your true colors. And I'm like, what a lame serial killer this guy is. Like, he didn't follow through on the attacking the South Town Hall. He didn't follow through when he gave her a name. I'm like, hey, <laughs> asshole. <laughs> just kidding. But what a terrible, I'm like, what a terrible serial he killer. Terrible. He doesn't do anything. He's so creepy, too. He's oh like, my God. like, I saw the real Betty. She was beautiful and righteous. Jug, jury, jug, judge, jury, executioner. And I spelled executioner E-I-X-I-U-T-R-I-N-G-E-R. <laughs> so good. I don't know what that is. I know I wrote mine on my, pl- I wrote this on a plane, like on a little iPad keyboard. So there's probably a million misspellings. <laughs> but yeah, he's very creepy. He's like, oh, it's delicious. Yeah, he's pretty much like the, the guy from like Silence of the Lambs. Like he's just very like, Ugh. Yeah. Betty. My sweet Betty. It's very beautiful to see you. Your dark side. Like, okay. Okay. Yeah. So we kind of go to the Pembroke and Penelope is with the lodges. Remember, like, so they're all like business partners dealing with the St. Clair's and they're trying to get them to all invest in this Sodale project. And the like, Penelope looks like she's devastated. Like she's crying her eyes out. Like, oh, how could this happen to me? And the lodges are apologizing. But, like, yeah, this is, again, like, being careful here, but, like, she's kind of more upset that Cheryl decided to speak up about what happened rather than anything. It's victim-blaming her, basically. Right. And Hiram's like, you know, whatever, we're just going to handle this very discreetly. Like, you know, she's upset that she went to the police and everything. And they're like, look, mm-hmm. I'll tell her we won't be pressing charges at all. And, like, the girls, like, Cheryl and Veronica are, not, like, listening on in the other room. And Cheryl's just clearly being, like, gaslit by everything. And, you know, she's like, oh, my mom said nothing happened. So that's the way we're going to act. That's pretty much that. I wrote Vasonica. Instead of Veronica, I wrote Versonica. Veronica. <laughs> yeah. But she's in denial. She's like, I'm over this. You know, it was nothing. You know, whatever. Fuck it's, off. Because like my mom said nothing happened. Like, Cheryl's just like, okay, like, going to move on. And Veronica's, like, trying to encourage her and be a good friend. But, yeah, not great. So Veronica's like leaving. Yeah, we can add how much we're going to leave. Please, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, like, whatever. I was going to say, Cheryl's leaving. Veronica's like, look, like, you're not, she tells her that Nick did it, did something similar to her, tried something similar on her. And she was like, look, I don't want to be your puppet or scapegoat. Like, you can cover it if you want to. But Veronica's afraid of what her parents are going to do because obviously they're gangsters. Okay. Kill him. <laughs> so we cut back to Juggy and it's the post. They're having the post-morning breakfast. The post-bone zone breakfast. Ugh. It's like, ooh, looks like they're becoming a couple. Like, they're at Pops eating together. Uh, but Tony's like, look, last night was just a PG-13 growth session. So I guess they didn't. <laughs> so rude. <laughs> and Tony's, so Tony's just kind of like playing it cool. She's like, look, like, Jughead, I'm not going to be your rebound. Like, you're clearly not over Betty. Like, and anyway, I'm in more into girls. And I'm like, ooh, Tony's a lesbian, you guys. <laughs> Or bye, or whatever. I'm more into girls anyway. I wrote, okay. <laughs> what? Jacob's like, yeesh, my pride. Right. Jeez. <laughs> Oof. Go easy on him. And we kind of like, so at the same time, we see Betty and Archie walking to school together. And Betty's filling Archie in on what happened. Like, she's like, look, 
me and the black hood like i'm done with this whole game i'm done doing what he tells me to do like i was just a pawn but i'm done i'm not gonna pick up the phone anymore like polly's gonna be safe i got her to be on the, be on the run and protected they they're gonna she's gonna be hiding she's like look i'm gonna go apologize to jughead and veronica and tell them that i was like an asshole for all the stuff i said but like first i think things kind of just settle down like it's a little complicated right now and suddenly they come upon pops and they can see tony and jughead like on their date through the window which is awkward but suddenly all their phones go off and like this scene right here is just so embarrassing oh my god so it's just like I was just cringing. It's like all the kids kind of dealing with the post-party scene. So the parents are all confronting the kids. So it's Josie, Kevin, Veronica, Archie, Betty, Reggie. And like, of course, Alice is hosting and running the show. <laughs> like, Mary McCoy, I want you to deal with all those like drug dealers and fornicators, like all these kids having a party, doing drugs, having sex. All your kids are crazy, except for my daughter, Betty, who's a genius and perfect and left early. I'm like, that's me as a parent. Like, except my perfect child who didn't do anything. <laughs> yeah, and the kids are all, like, embarrassed, looking down. And Betty's just like, oh, my God, Mom, can you, like, shut the fuck up? <laughs> please, like, please. And remember, Betty and Veronica are still, like, fighting. Or, you know. Right. It's, yeah. Yeah, Betty left the party because she was supposed to, like, break up with Veronica as friends and all that. And so Veronica, like, it's so funny because Veronica's talking to Archie, like, ooh, except for St. Betty, you stabbed us in the back. Oh, she thinks she's such a saint. And she's, like, saying this in front of everybody. Like, they all not <laughs> oh, <laughs> So as they're talking, like, Hiram stands up. He's like, hey, look, Alice, be careful, you botch. I know the <gasps> whole story of your mug set, like, your mug shot. I know the whole backstory on that. So be careful how you cast stones. But yeah, Hiram's, like, trying to redirect. He's like, look, the real question is who brought the jingle jingle? And Reggie admits it. And they're like, okay, look, we want to know the source of all that. And he's like, look, I don't know. It was just some South Side serpent. And this, like, turns the focus, like... I love Reggie's mom. He's like, she's like, you have a drug dealer? <gasps> Not a word. I think this is, like, the only time we see Reggie's mom, too. Yeah? Yeah. So they're, like, all, like, all right. The whole, the focus now turns to the serpents. And Archie's trying to stand up for them for some reason. I thought he hated the serpents. Yeah. But Did they get in a rumble two nights ago? It's like, oh, well, the serpents aren't that bad. And the dad's like, shut up, Archie. Not the time. <laughs> and like, and Veronica, I love this too. She's like, look, like we shouldn't have done the drugs. This was bad. But like, why are we getting the third degree? Go after Nick saying asshole. Like he's the real bad person here. And the sheriff, Lazy Bones, is just like, okay, look, all you kids were high last, like high at this party. So we can't like, all your, whatever you have to say is inadmissible. And it stays in your system for three days. So we can't use any of anything about that. Yeah, exactly. Nothing, none of that can be used in court against Nick. And then we learn that, like, the mayor is like, Josie, you were doing drugs? Like, with your father's history of being an addict? And like, okay, there's another side. But the mayor is like, look, the mayor just takes control. She's like, look, I am taking control of the South Side. This is my number one priority as mayor. So, of course, all the parents are just now shifting the blame, scapegoating the serpents. I wrote, uh, I wrote, from this moment on, I'm bringing the South Side under my control. It's my number one priority. I'm going to burn it to the ground. And I wrote, uh, <laughs> is that how being a mayor works? <laughs> I guess. <gasps> if I'm there, I'm doing whatever I want. Yeah, fair. <gasps> so I wrote, this scene was intense. So we go back to the red and black, and that's like the South Side version of the newspaper. And Jug has just been writing about how like shady the school is in the paper it's like this is a the school is a plague on humanity a blight on the world probably deserves to be annihilated completely but the community here gives me hope 
And the teacher and student advisor like is impressed, Mr. Phillips. He's like, wow, like I'm very impressed, Jughead. And Jughead's really happy about that. He's like, no, I'm actually impressed that you found time to write this and join the Pledge of the Serpents at the same time. And Jughead's <gasps> like, oh shit. Shit. <laughs> and he's like, look, idiot, I'm not blind. You've got him like you got him beaten up. Like it's super obvious he did the whole pledging process. He's like, remember, everybody I told knows. you everybody knows. Like he's like, remember the number one thing I told you, like no serpents, no ghoulies. No going after drug dealers, all that stuff. And he broke that rule like almost immediately. And one rule. <laughs> and Jughead just runs off and he's like, fuck you, teacher. Like he doesn't, he gets a phone call and he's just like, whatever, screw this. Screw you. But suddenly in the halls, we see Archie running down. He's like, Jughead, Jughead, we got to get the hell out of here. And I'm like, Jughead's like, what? You come here to rub it in, rub it in the salt more, like make fun of me for breaking up with Betty, all that stuff. And he's like, no, the school's about to get raided, baby. So suddenly the pl- halls are swarming with police and the sl- serpents need to slither away, baby. <gasps> Patrick, killing it. <laughs> and I'm like, this is so confusing. Like, what does this have to do with Jug? Like, Jug hasn't broken any laws, but Archie manages to help, like, Jughead escape as we see, like, restless serpents getting pinned to the lockers by the cops. Like, Tony gets taken down, Sweepy, Fangs. And he watches as all his serpent pals get arrested. Mm. And I'm like, what is the serpent gang, group of serpents called? And I guess it's just called like a pit or like a... Oh, like a viper pit. I love Mayor McCoy just pointing. Yeah, it's like the mayor walking through with the police like, get them, get them. I'm like, is that how that works? This group of snakes is called a den or a pit. Not oh, den of vipers. Viper den, baby. Baby. So back at the school, Kevin informs everybody what happened. Okay, so back at school, I think Betty's informing Kevin about like what happened with the Nick so speaking with the Black Hood. And he's like, look, we need to tell your parents about this again. She's afraid what would happen if everyone found out that she told them to like kill somebody. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Betty approaches and she's not like Betty or Veronica approaches and she's not interested in reconciling the difference. Betty tries to apologize, but he's like, ooh, you backstabber. And just walks away. Mm-hmm. Just then I noticed Skeet was in the credits and I'm like, oh my God, are we getting FP back? notice that <laughs> i was super excited i was like yay fp you must be here later yeah oh. and so suddenly betty gets a call from the an unknown number it's the black hood calling her at school and i'm like i thought she was not gonna pick up the phone anymore but whatever but he's like look i spared nick so now you gotta do a favor for me like with the police going after low-level dr- drug dealers we need to really find the big fish so you're gonna help me find the sugar man so he's like, he informs her, you were friends with his former supplier, Clifford Blossom. And Betty wants to know, she's like, what's going to happen when I give you the name of the sugar man? It's like, what do you <laughs> think, Betty? What do you think, dumbass? <laughs> and so he's like, look, if you tell me the sugar man, I'm going to stop killing people. And if you don't, I'm going to continue to kill people. <laughs> <laughs> I love your black hood voice. <laughs> I'm going to kill people. <laughs> Okay, so we got a Pops, and, like, after the raid, Jug is freaking out. The mayor just arrested half his friends for no reason. I'm like, yeah, they don't even deal drugs. Like, it's the ghoulies. Mm. Figure it out, mayor. Don't talk after our out, serpents. Idiot. And he's like, look, Archie's like, look, we got to go reason with the mayor. And he's like, I don't trust her again. Like, look at what she just did. And Jug's like, what, do you even care? You and Betty are done with me, right? Mm. And Archie's like, maybe, we should, maybe you should just, like, talk to Betty. Like, Archie knows, like, they want to make up, but he doesn't want to tell her. But I'm like, he's too hurt, baby. You can't repair a broken heart. No, you cannot. And he's like, I'm off to meet Talboy, baby. He wants to parlay. Yeah, so 
back at Thornhill, we see Betty approaching Cheryl and she looks amazing. She's like in a red, like one piece, like a huge black hat taken mm. in the sun, which is so funny because she's like the pale as the moon. Yeah. <laughs> and Betty's like, she's on the mission to find the sugar man. And Be- Cheryl tells her, it's like, look, that was like a childhood story we had. He was a friend of my father, almost like a boogeyman character. And like, he would murder us if we walked out of our beds and <laughs> stepped out of line. Kidnap us, drag us away from our beds. Yeah. Murder us. It's just a fun little childhood fairy tale. Betty's like, uh, so any chance that was real? And Cheryl's like, look, it was just a made up story from my childhood. Just some traumatizing like story, just like Krampus or the Sandman. Now F off, Betty. I, I said, now fly away, bitch. <laughs> Got her. And we come, so at the Archie's house, we see this dad's punishing him with community service. And Archie's like, oh man, that's so screwed up. And they're like, whatever, this is fair enough for you and your friends all doing drugs, like putting dirt in your body. You got to clean it up, baby. Oh, yeah. That's a dad thing to say. Right. And Fred's like, look, how's Jughead doing? Like, I heard there was a raid on his school. Have you been checking in on him? And I'm like, oh yeah, didn't FP ask Archie to like keep Jughead from going to the dark side and protect him from the loneliness like whatever happened yeah. to that how did that work out archie <laughs> you're a real friend good job like two episodes in uh, and archie's like okay i'm trying but and fred's like look i understand it was the same thing with fp and the cycle is repeating itself baby and so we see like jughead now he's like in an underground bar and like the house of the dead and I love this because it's just like, this is the ghoulie layer, you guys, which is like this candlelit bar with a British flag for some reason. I'm like, how grunge oh, is this? I wrote, this basement, God, everyone looks so hardcore and cool. Oh my God, a ghoulie is here. I keep misspelling ghoulies and it always corrects that goalies. So I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like the ghoulies layer. <laughs> so we meet the serpent leader, Malachi, which like, what a name. What He's a name. With- what a, what a guy. Like, he couldn't be named anything else except Malachi, the leader of the ghoulies. And he can't wear a shirt. Yeah. Oh, just... nope. <laughs> you guys, the ghoulies are, like, straight out of, like, Mad Max, if you can kind of imagine, but, like, mixed with, like, the 80s. Like So funny. It's, like, ripped off, like, te- like vest with, like, spikes all over him. Yeah, like, British flags. Like, like yeah, pl- like, British punk, but, like, yeah. glam rock wannabes it's so funny it's like clockwork orange mixed with like mad max mixed with like some 80s sprinkles movies. and glitter and leopard print <laughs> so th- so it's a meeting between tallboy and malachi and they're like all right the police have thinned out our ranks and so tallboy wants to join gangs like join with the ghoulies i couldn't like, believe this i know the nerve and he's like look you're the serpent king's son so we're gonna need your support for this and jughead's like look are you serious like even though we lost like a bunch of members like we still can survive and they oh no he's like look the reason we lost so many people was because of the ghoulies dealing drug like it's their fault and that guy's like that's chaos baby and that's how we th- survive yeah. i'm like this man is bad news baby we thrive in chaos you better get used to it baby oh he's <laughs> so cool so cool so he's turning his back on like the serpent's way of life and wants to start a new one and jughead is not happy about this again he's like evolve or die baby Malachi, you're so edgy. Devolve into chaos. God, how could one man be so cool? Oh, cool. Which is a quick scene of Cheryl looking through some old photos, and there's like a crappy little crayon drawing of her and Jason holding hands with the sugar man or the candy man. And anyway, that's that. (laughs) And so at Pops, we see Betty approaching Sheriff Keller, and 
he's like, F off, Betty. I'm on my break. <laughs> it's so funny. Betty, I'm on my goddamn break. Like, I'm on don't show. talk to me. She's like, look, I just have like some questions about this so-called sugar man. He's like, look, I'm pretty drunk right now. So you can only get one question only. She's like, okay, do you know who the sugar man is? And he tells her like, look, of course. We all know who the sugar man was or the maple pole man or whatever. Clifford Blossom. Like, okay. Okay. She's like, oh, now he's dead. And he's like, whatever, Betty. I told you one question. Now F off. <laughs> I'm wasted. Oh, and so she's like, look, but he's died. Like, so he's dead. So how this, how is this J&J supply coming in? And he's like, look, you idiot. Do you know how a drug trade works? Like when someone <laughs> dies, the role is immediately filled by somebody. It's like a power vacuum. Literally. <laughs> but he's like, look, J&J didn't even show up till Clifford was gone. So whatever. And often the, we see Veronica eavesdropping on the conversation, which I'm like, how rude. Mm-hmm. And she's like, so she approaches her and she's like, oh, drafting your next takedown, you skank. <gasps> <I'm> glad. <laughs> Betty tells her like look I know you can't forgive me but like I didn't mean when I said it all and so she fills her on uh, everything that happened and Betty's like look I know you can never forgive me especially forgiving like Nick St. Clair's name to the black hood and she's like look I would have done the same thing easy like look girl you know you're talking to I don't care about this give a shit yeah she's like whatever you had was like a toxic relationship with the black hood but she asked for Veronica's help to find the sugar man Veronica's like like I don't, I don't, I don't really get what the BFD is here. Oh, she's like, she's like, can you help me find the sugar man? Like the only problem is that like the Black Hood wants me to give him his name, and Veronica's like, what's the BFD about that? Like, who cares? And she's like, uh, you idiot, because he's gonna gut him and kill him, <laughs> kill him more horribly. Right. I'm like, yay, B and V are back together. And like they're back together, but I'm also like, wow, they became friends again two seconds ago. Now she's asking <laughs> for help to hunt down a drug dealer. Like what a good friend. Give his name Betty. to a murderer. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the girls are the girls have made up and now they're friends again. Okay, so back of the trailer, we see the boys talking and Jughead's like exasperated about the whole situation with the ghoulies taking over and he's like pissed. He's like, What am I gonna do about this whole thing? Like tall boys doing a hostile takeover. Like maybe I could stall for time and wait for all the serpents to get out of jail. And again, like how long are they holding these kids in jail for? For what? Yeah, for like not even having anything, just because the mayor is like pissed. Like this is all super illegal. <laughs> and he's like, my daddy would never let this happen, so neither will I. Yeah, he's like, I would rather go out to war than just hand over the serpents. And Archie's like, you idiot! Like you were join the serpents to help keep the peace. He's like, I won't sit back. But Archie has an idea, and I'm like, oh my god, you guys, it's FP time! Yay! I love also they're like. Wait, you've been a serpent for what? One day? Maybe two? Like, you have no skin in this fight. No, exactly. <laughs> oh, so this scene killed me. I know, it's so funny. So it's, yeah, so now we're in prison. It's your classic, like, through the glass, speaking on the phone. And we see FP, and he's, like, just pissed, like, slamming the phone down because Jughead joined the serpent. So that's, like, what he did not want for him, you guys. But he's like, all right, what are we going to do? He's like, those FP, those ghoulies are certainly nasty. And like, but we need to avoid bloodshed at all costs. Like, you guys are totally outnumbered. So here's what we're going to do. Like, the ghoulies, like, they care about territory. And this is what it's all about. And those ghoulies also love their souped-up hot rods. If you catch my Riverdale drift, baby. The best line. And like, and they're like, you, what? Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> the boys are like, what? What the hell are you talking about? 
He's like, <laughs> what else does he say? He's like, you know, they would really rev up their engines if they knew you were drifting here into prison. <laughs> and they're just not understanding what he's trying to say. He's like, I'm a goddamn drift off. Goddamn street race. It's like wink, wink. Like the phone call is probably recorded. He's like, <laughs> if you can listen to me, Riverdale drift. Maybe if you race them <laughs> for high stakes. What? Huh? Are <laughs> what? you okay? What did you? <laughs> it's like just goddamn race them, you idiots. Goddamn race them, you idiots. <laughs> so funny. And he's, he's like, like slamming his phone. He's like, oh boy, but these two in charge for the serpents are screwed. <laughs> we're screwed. Like, we're, why even try with these two bozos? Trying to... <laughs> but he's like, okay, look, street racing is super illegal for some reason. So you'll be locked up if you get guys get caught. But he's like, whoever wins this race gains control of Southside High. And I'm like, I love how the high school is like the most important thing for these drug dealers to control, not like Drug Den Alley or like. Drug Den, not Drug Den Alley. <laughs> I know it's like the Sodale project, like Hiram wants it, the Ghoulies, the Southside Serpents. Like it's just a piece of shit. <laughs> but you guys, we all know high schools are the most important thing ever. <laughs> I wrote, do gangs still have drive-offs? Oh my god. No way. No. Maybe. Probably like in LA. Yeah, maybe in LA. Stupid. Okay. So we get a short scene at like Cheryl's place. She shows her mother the picture of drawing, like the drawing of the sugar man. She asks, like, Mom, was that man who would visit us as children, the sugar man? And the mom's like, look, I have no idea what you're talking about. Like, I never told you kids stories. Like, I hate you. I would never would have spoken to you. <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? Oh, Cheryl, Cheryl, having another one of your crazy fits or something. I don't know. Oh, you're so, so stupid. Like, that's how she treats her. Like, I really hate you, but... Like, yeah. if there were any records of those, they would have all burned up in the fire that you started and burned out, like, torched our house, remember? You skank. Okay, so we now we get to the gang, and they're all doing, like, the community service that they have to do. And I love Veronica here, because she's like, Pickens Park, more like Needle Park. Oh, good one. I'm like, jeez. Good are one serious. for Sonica. <laughs> for Sonica. And we see Reggie, and he's pissed, because Josie's not helping at all. They're, like, having a little flirt going on. Did you catch what Kevin said? He said, like, I wouldn't even go cruising here. Like, Thanks, Kevin. It's always about cruising with him. All right. <laughs> always. So Veronica is like, look, Reggie, I need to speak to you for a minute. Like, can you give me the name of your Jingle Jingle contact? And, like, so Veronica's doing helping Betty. And we see Archie and Betty talking. And he's like, look, you really need to speak to Jughead. Because, like, he's doing some dumb, stupid, dumb, stupid stuff. And again, she's like, look, I just need to take care of something first. It's always something first with her. So, when is it second, yeah. Betty? When's the right time, Betty? The Betty? right time is right now, baby. <laughs> I love this. So we see the girls now. They're on a mission. Veronica approaches like the coolest goddamn drug dealer ever. Just. Oh, my God. He's wearing leopard print studs, a bandana, and paper clips on his vest. And he's just so fucking cool. God. It's like you're. It's like how you would imagine, like, yeah, like. What does a gangster look like? Just like the most cheesy looking guy ever. So funny. But Veronica's like, so, like she just buys the drugs and she's like, so, my compliments to the sugar man. And just the way like this man's reaction, it's like the worst acting I've ever seen. He's just like, uh, uh, just gotta go. Like looking around, like 
just runs away with like her money and the drugs and it's like okay he's like oh what? i gotta go and she goes hey you t- you didn't give me my change ass hat i thought she was gonna say asshole <laughs> we get another fake product it's like the american excess like i don't take american excess and it's yeah they do whips out cash but so we see it's like a trap, of course. So Veronica chases him off. He's running on the corner and Betty's waiting to see where he runs off to. So back at the ghoulie lair, like Archie and Jughead are challenging the ghoulies to the race. They're like, look, if we win, the serpents remain autonomous. But if we lose, we fold and South Side is yours. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this is pretty bold of just two teenagers. One, especially in a Leatherman jacket, walking into like a junkie gang lair <laughs> hangout. A hardcore re- drug ring. Like... <laughs> That's like, like me walking into like Wall Street and demanding a deal. Like, right. <laughs> like, we see people filling up like the sugar canes of drugs, like in the background. Like, in real life, they just would have got their asses beat. They would have just beat, beat them. To... They would have been dead. But the ghoulie is like, of course, he's like, ooh, a hot rod race. That sounds cool. But like, also at the same time, I don't really win anything. Like, the ghoulies are already going to, we already control the school and we're about to take over your gang. So, like, we're going to need some skin in the game, baby. Some territory. And suddenly the door comes flying in. We see Betty and Veronica come in. And the dealer's like, look, I easily caught these people chasing after me. We get the dumb, like, what are you doing here? Like, both of them to each other. Funny. And the schoolie leader, oh, my God. He's like, oh, so these bitches are yours? And, like, Betty goes and kicks them in the nuts. I couldn't believe he was like, these are your bitches. Take your skanks and get the hell out of here. I said, that's very rude. Yeah, Veronica's like, wow. <laughs> Punches him in the nuts. <laughs> but Jughead's like, all right, here's a better offer. If you guys win the race, we'll give you the white worm. But he wants more. He wants Sunnyside Trailer Park as well. Oh, no. And Jughead accepts. <gasps> not good. This isn't good. This is not good, you guys. Oof. Okay. It, yeah, so this is a... I wrote this scene's really fucked up. Could I just say really quick, I wrote, Cheryl's eating a burger at Pops, and look who it is, Nick St. Fuck. <laughs> but yeah, this scene is messed up. Yeah, and I, wrote, I love this so much, because I just like, I wrote, I looked at the wiki, and they're like, Cheryl is eating a burger in a very unconventional way with a knife. And I'm like, okay, thanks, Wikipedia. Thanks, Wikipedia, I have eyes, like... But I also wrote, like, Cheryl's eating alone at Pops, which is very out of character for her. Like, I wrote that before, but... So, yeah, who else but comes in but Nick St. Douchebag, and he's like, oh, what is it, Sharon? I can't even remember her, his, her name, just acting like a total jerk. Um, he's like, so, how are you doing? And she just calls him out for, like, all the bad stuff he did. But, of course, he's trying to twist it back on her. And, like, we don't need to go into all of it, but he's, Cheryl's like, you know what? Like, screw you. Maybe I will be pressing charges. He and calls her a tra- truck stop tart. I said, did you just call Cheryl Blossom a, tr- a truck stop tart? Oh, that's Dude. it. You're dead. You're dead. Yeah. So Cheryl says, yeah, you know, like, wow. Okay, maybe I will be pressing charges. Like, F you. And Nick's like, well, you won't be doing that. They call it hush money for a reason. So mm. his parents paid off the Blossoms. Mm. So we move on to a garage and we see Betty is helping Jughead soup up his hot rod for the big race. And she's like, he looks like, exactly. She's looking all cute, like got a bandana on and she's making some small talks. So she's like, oh, like this is what serpents do for fun. And Jug's like, go ahead and say it, Betty. And she's like, well, remember, you told me you weren't going to join the serpents. And he's like, well, you said you love me. And then you dumped me through Archie. Like that was the worst thing you could have done, baby. 
And I'm like, wow. Have you, I'm like, yeah, Jughead's like, right. Like, have you met Archie? Like, the least subtle guy. That was pretty fucked up. I just love, you said you weren't going to join them, baby. And you said you loved me, baby. <laughs> oh, my God. And I'm like, well, that's true. I mean, like, watching your boyfriend join the gang is kind of like, you know, you're going to watch him go to the dark side, baby. I can't be there on your downfall, baby. Yeah. Can't watch you destroy yourself. <laughs> But she tells him, like, look, everything around us was imploding. Like, I did everything to protect you. And, like, he's like, you did the one thing that could hurt me. Dump me. <laughs> but Betty's like, all right, I want to explain everything. But we're going to wait till after the race. And I'm like, it's a race for time and love. Ah, it's a race not only for racing, but for love, baby. High stakes. So Cheryl is now confronting her mom about what happened with Nick. She's like, look, mom, I found this check, like, from the St. Clair's. How could you do this to me? And she's like, oh, how could you cast stone? The lodges are still taking money from them. And Cheryl's like, look, like, mom, you're like an absolute crazy whore. Like, I hate you. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you're still defending daddy who's dead, Jason, like your son. But you won't defend me, your own daughter, like, from the people that hurt me. Yeah. Penelope's just like, she's more concerned about the check. She's like, oh, shut up. Just give me that money. And Cheryl's like, look, I'm not giving you this money until you tell me who the sugar man is. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I, yeah, again, I know who, like, he's real. He worked for daddy. But Penelope, like, doesn't cave. So Cheryl's like, look, you're not getting anything from me, like, until you're honest with me. And that's... Yeah, give me that's, that money, devil get, Yeah, exactly. She's like, tell me the sugar man or you're not getting this money. So we get to Archie and V and they're canoodling and she's like, well, won't you stay with me instead of doing this weird like alpha male piece of shit race where you're probably going to crash and die. Right. But Archie's got a plan to help keep everyone alive, baby. Oh, God. And suddenly Veronica gets a call from Cheryl with some, pri- with some surprising news. So Veronica runs home and she finds her parents just casually playing chess. Stupid. Like, oh, my God. Like, what are you guys? You guys are still doing business with the St. Clair's after what happened and the parents are like oh okay well nothing really happened and she like tells them the truth about what Nick tried to do the same thing to her and I'm not sure if that slipped out or if she did that on purpose but like the oh man the look of rage on Hiram's face did you see his face oh my god I paused it on it I'm like he was pissed I, I had the episode in slow motion I was like oh no like my oh. stomach sank I was like oh this is not good no i'm like nick's about to find out what it means to mess with a gangster oh yeah and like hiram so hiram swears revenge and the parents are like look we're not going to be taking any money from them so well guys it's time to rev your engine because it's the morning of the drag race (laughs) i'm like the coolies are looking so fucking cool and ridiculous as ever (laughs) you have those like weird like old hearst cars kind of yeah like a pt cruiser or whatever like so cool like yeah kevin of course has to make a drag race joke and so before the race is starting betty's like telling jug she's like dressed up like again like that pinup girl like in her overalls looking super cute she's like look jug i'm not sure if i could ever stop loving you baby the race of course is about to so there yeah or sorry so she's not sure if she could stop loving him so the race is about to begin and of course it's like you know cross the bridge race dead man's curve there's always a dead man curve I'm like, has Jack had ever like raced before or ever driven a car? <laughs> I know. Have we ever seen him driven a car? Like, you know, they're like 16, they're like sophomores. He like rode a motorcycle one time. Yeah. What do you know about racing cars? <laughs> but anyway, like, so again, it's race time. So Cheryl goes up. She's like, oh, one of the girls, Tony is going to wave the flag, but Cheryl's like, out of the way. I'm doing it. <laughs> out of the way, Cha Cha. I was born for this moment. 
Cheryl gives. Serpents. Ooh, serpents, baby. And so Cheryl waves the flag and we're off. And this is a hot heart thumping rubber on the road, baby. And the ghoul is, you know, they're playing dirty. They're hitting Jughead's car. Archie looks like he's going to shit a brick. <laughs> and as the race is speeding on, Archie becomes more concerned as they approach the bridge. And there's only room for one car. Mm-hmm. And so they're approaching. He's like, man, we got a bail. We got a bail. And at the last minute, Archie pulls the handbrake and stops. And so Archie's like beating on Archie. He's like, how could you do this to me, baby? We're going to lose the serpents. <laughs> well, you said Archie's beating on Archie. Did you? <laughs> did I? Yeah. Jughead's beating on Archie. He's like, how could you do this? Like, we're going to lose everything. But this is all part of Archie's plan. Off in the distance, we hear sirens. And they run down and they find Sheriff Keller and his posse, like all pointing shotguns at the, mm-hmm. at the ghoulies. And they race, they head back to the race site and the cops are like, everyone's like, we got to get the hell out of here. They're rounding up ghoulies. And Tallboy like comes up and he's like, he's like, how could you do this? Like, you don't want to run with the ghoulies, but you'd rather run with the cops. Mm. What's the honor in that. Mm. And Jughead's like just denying it. But Archie's like, look, this was all me. But they're like, every, I'm like, what is Archie thinking again? How illegal could drag racing be? Like three months in jail, maybe? Maybe. Like, a fine i don't even know <laughs> and like why would they arrest the entire gang for this like there are two people in the car oh my god i didn't even think about that it's that's such like, a good point it's so dumb took two people out of like the 20 that were there yeah and jughead says the same thing he's like look they're not going to be in jail for very long like they, all they're going to do when they get out is just kill us <sighs> like this is very Archie short-sighted moron. this is like before when archie's like why doesn't your dad just snitch on a gang? And why don't we just like call the cops on them? It's like, do you understand gang mechanics, Archie? Ugh, idiots. He's so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so after the race, Cheryl comes home and she finds her mother tearfully sitting at the fireplace. And she's like, look, you said I never protected you, but I invented the sugar man to protect you. Like there were many sugar man over the ages. But when your father was grooming Jason, he met the current sugar man. And this led to the whole series of events that led to his death. So she puts on crocodile tears and Cheryl knows what she wants. She hands her the check. Mm. But surprisingly, she tosses it in the fire. So I'm like, okay, good for you, Penelope. Okay. Right step in the right direction. Right. Cheryl's like, look, I only want to know now who the sugar man is. And suddenly we see Betty getting a call. It's Cheryl with the name of the sugar man. How many times can I say sugar man? (laughs) Who in the who man? The who? What guy? And so Betty gets the call and she seems confused and not sure what to do. And I'm like, so this is a Betty. She's like, if I don't tell the name of the sugar man to the black hood, may God have mercy on us all. And I'm like, why? May God have mercy on us all. What episode is that? It's like a Simpsons. Yeah. It's some guy just always says that. He's like, my God. It's probably like nothing. <laughs> it's like the, the, oh, I think it's um Principal Skinner. But, but like the new principles, the like real principal Skinner. Oh my God. Hey, I'm looking this up. God, I miss Oh yeah, it's when they call, it's when they call the, oh no, it's, oh, I did this, but it's when Flanders checks into the insane asylum and they're like, oh. Flanders, may God have mercy on us all. And they're like, where's my glasses? There's Dr. Foster here. Ned Flanders, you're sure? No, 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 I'll, I'll come right over. And may God have mercy on us all. Darling, there's an emergency at the hospital. Uh, where are my shoes? Oh, I think they're in the den. In the den? May God have mercy on us all. Oh, God. So the next morning, the blackhead calls Betty. He's like, time's up, Betty. I need the name. 
But Betty's got a little surprise for him. She's like, the if I give you the name, it won't do any good. I've already given the name to the sheriff. And you can read it in my next expose. Do you have a comment? It's like, you're playing a very risky game. <laughs> <laughs> you're so good. <laughs> Listen, Betty, you're playing a very risky game. And Betty's like, well, it's my game now, bitch. And that, huh, that game ends with me catching you. I found Jason Scaler. I found the sugar man. And you're next. Can you feel that breathing down the back of your neck? That's me. And I'm like, I think we hear the black bed pee his pants a little bit off in the phone. <laughs> I'm scared. Like, Betty is scary. Like, the black hood just hangs up without saying anything. Yeah. So the next morning, we see Jug and Tony walking through the halls. He's like, so what does everyone think about the race? And she's like, oh, everyone thinks you're a snitch. Who runs oh, out with the God. police? Like Archie. Oh. You're going to get him killed. Oh, my God. What would you think if, like, oh, my God, our gang leader hangs out with this, like, crappy kid he's always calling that guy? Who loves the cops? Oh, my God. I'd be so embarrassed. Yeah, I don't know how he's in charge, but anyway, just then we see the police come around the corner and they're like, oh my God, they're ready. They're going to raise this rating the school again. But no, they're arresting Mr. Phillips. What? That's the English teacher, you guys. So Tony reveals he was the real sugar man. Wow. Wow. Who would have guessed? So the guy who didn't want him to write about drugs and stuff was actually the drug dealer. Total, total classic misdirect. Right. And so at the Andrews house, we hear like Fred's like, so I heard a teacher was a drug dealer <laughs> at school. Yeah, like all of them probably. Yeah. And Archie like tells him, like he's filling him in. He's like, look, again, I tried helping Jughead, but it all backfired. And we see Fred, he's popping some pain pills. And Archie's yeah. like, God, dad, are you okay? And I, I don't know if this ever comes back, but Fred's like, yeah, I'm, I'm fine. I'm, I'm getting better. Yeah, I wonder if they had a pain pill storyline that just never happened. Yeah, I don't think it ever come. It's, you're right. It must have just never come forward. Yeah. So when we cut to the Pembroke and we see the lodges receive a call and it's revealed that like Nick Sinclair has been in a car accident. Somebody ran him off the road or he just drove off the road on his own. Like, wow, it's going to take him several months to recover. To which Veronica happily looks on saying, well, karma's a bitch. Got him. Got him. Got him. I don't think it was an accident. <laughs> I don't know. I would highly doubt that it was an accident. I highly doubt it when someone intentionally ran him off the road. <laughs> Got him. And so we finish like our Jughead theme about vo voiceover. So we get a Jughead voiceover finishing like, well, Betty's deadly dance with the black hood was all revealed. So he told her everything that happened and they're back together as a couple. Oh, no. But further proves that everyone wears a hood. For example, Mr. Phillips, an English teacher by day and drug dealer by night. Mm. We cut to see his jail cell swing open. And who else is standing there but the black hood? Bang! <gasps> Riverdale! Damn. Yeah, you see, Betty? He's still dead. <laughs> Way to go. You just cornered him in a cell he can't escape. You can't escape the black hood's revenge. Wow, what an episode. What an episode. Good job. I hope it was good. I'm like, yeah, Ooh. you nailed it. <laughs> you had some good lines. <laughs> Got him. Tokyo Drift, baby. Tokyo Drift, baby. Yeah. You guys, if you want to leave us a five star review, please do. We're on Instagram. Roast Squad does all lowercase, all one word. Leave us a five star review. We're manifesting a metamucil sponsorship you guys you know what happens you step on a serpent it bites back 